This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. It's your weekly blitz with Chris, keeping you in the game. Are you ready to supercharge your auto repair biz? This is Coach Chris Cotton from AutoFix Auto Shop Coaching. We're the pit stop where the industry expertise and business innovation collide, getting your engines revved up for the week ahead. What's under the hood, you ask? Every episode is loaded with game-changing insights, up-to-the-minute industry updates, and practical tips to shift your business into high gear. We're talking about stuff you didn't even know you didn't know, people. Big shout-out to our awesome sponsor, Shop Marketing Pros. Are you looking to shift your shop's marketing from zero to hero? Trust us, you don't want to gamble your livelihood on amateur marketing moves. Go with Shop Marketing Pros, your ticket to top-tier results. Find out how they can fuel your success at shopmarketingpros.com forward slash Chris. I've got to set up the one for this week. I I wanted to do something about spotting the early early signs of a downturn. Recession has popped up again. Ironically, somebody made a post in one of the shop owner groups that kind of had a ripple. And I had a lot of people send me messages about that. Chris, what do you think? What are your thoughts? What's going on? My overall thought is, and and I think this is going to be my last podcast as far as when I'm talking about, are we in a recession yet? Recognizing the signs of a recession, et cetera. I, I'm kind of over it at this point. 16, 18 months ago, I said, it's going to happen October, 2023. Are we there yet? Are we not there yet? I think business in the world is in a different situation now than it was 20, 30, 40 years ago when we started doing this. And I don't feel like we can use the same metrics. It's, it's very interesting seeing what's going on. So one, until somebody says, Chris, we're in a recession, I'm not going to believe it. I'm not going to waste my time on it. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. And I think you as an auto repair shop owner should do the same thing. Keep doing what you're doing. And hopefully you've set yourself up for success. Now, this doesn't mean four, six, eight months from now, if something happens and we're in it and we're trying to talk about how to get through it, what do we need to do? What we did with COVID that we can't do that. But as far as like, beware on the lookout, chicken little, I'm done with it. No more chicken little on, on my part. So hopefully you'll hold me to that. So in this one, I just want to talk about recognizing the signs of recession and how to be prepared for it. Okay. If we're talking about recognizing the signs, you know, before, before you can plan for a recession, you got to be able to recognize one is on the way. So here's some telltale signs rising unemployment rates. So when companies begin laying off workers, it's often a sign of financial trouble. I have thoughts about unemployment rate. I think people falling off their COVID stuff, COVID money are looking for jobs. And I think if we had 100,000 people that could fill jobs, we could fill them immediately. There's that many people out there or there's that many jobs out there that we could fill. Why they're not working, I have no earthly idea. The next one's a decline in consumer spending. And so on this one, we have to keep an eye on retail sales figures. A dip usually means consumers are tightening their belts. I think people are going to blow money as long as they've got access to it. So my number one fear about all this was what happens if people's credit cards are maxed out and they can't access any more money? And, and we're starting to see some things like default rates on credit cards and defaults on housing a little bit. We also have the student debt thing coming around. People are, are starting to have to pay for that. I don't know where we're going to end up. We just have to keep an eye on it. 
Next one, stock market volatility. Although stock market is not a perfect indicator, consistent declines are generally a warning sign. And we've been kind of on a decline here lately. But this week as I do this, it's November 6th. So stocks are ticking back up a little bit. But for the most part, the last couple of months, they've been taking a bath. The next one is flattening or inverted yield curve. This is really technical, but when short-term interest rates are higher than long-term interest rates, it can signal a lack of confidence in the economy. Decreased business investments. If companies are not investing in new projects, it might indicate they're not optimistic about future growth. I think this is probably true, but I think it's true because banks aren't lending money. I've talked to some bankers and they've said, Chris, if we had 10 really good auto repair shops come in and they all looked good on paper, we might lend money to one or two of them and the other eight are just going to have to fund it on their own. You know, you might have businesses that that want to invest in new projects but can't because they can't get the money. And then like housing, interest rates being what they are now, their, you know, new borrowed money costs a lot more. And here's one of the things that I think we need to think about or look at. The way I understand it, most big businesses, what they do is they borrow cheap money and then use that to fund their business as things come through. And I think we're at a cycle now where the cheap money's gone and all those people have ran through that cash. And now if they have to go out and borrow that same amount of money at 8%, it flips them from maybe turning a profit to being at a loss. So I think that's one of the other things that we have to think about. So I, I know what you're thinking. You're like, Chris, that's great. But what the heck does all that mean? Or, or how do I find these things to keep an eye on them? So now I'm going to go through each and tell you where to look for each of these things. Rising unemployment rates. So the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics regularly releases unemployment data. Again, a rising trend over several months is usually a red flag. We might be going onto the front end of this right now. Not really sure yet. The next one is declining consumer spending. Also, the U.S. Census Bureau and the U.S. Department of Commerce have a report on retail sales and consumer spending. You can go in, do a Google search and find that. So keep an eye out for a dip that lasts more than a quarter. If these things happen more than a quarter, then they would be like, hey, we're in a recession. Stock market volatility. This is really easy to track. You simply watch the stock market. The indices like the Dow Jones, the S&P 500, NASDAQ, Consistent declines over period are worrisome and something to think about. The next one is the flattening or the inverted yield curve. Financial news outlets and the U.S. Department of the Treasury provide data on this. Inverted yield curves when short-term treasury bonds yield more than long-term ones. Again, a Google search will kind of get you into that and you just have to sort through the wheat and the chaff, so to speak, to figure out what is good information. Decreased business investments. One of these things is when big companies do their quarterly earnings reports and statements, those things from large corporations, if they talk about scaling back investments, those are kind of the things you're looking for. The global economic slowdown, international organizations like the IMF and the World Bank, they regularly update on global economic conditions. Again, this is my feeling and it's just my gut, what I'm reading and hearing. But I think what we'll see is we'll see Canada in a recession before we we get there. If you're not familiar with it, Canada and European countries, they don't have like a 30-year fixed mortgage like we do. They have like a five-year fixed mortgage and then the interest rates go up. So really what you're seeing in Canada, the EU and some of those countries is 
Now, as those mortgages come due, they went from two, 3%, and now they're at 8% or more, and their payments are doubling. If you're seeing some or all of these indicators showing negative trends, that's going to suggest a recession is on the horizon or, or in place. But again, remember, these are just indicators, not certainties. The economy can be influenced by a host of factors, including government policies, global events, and even consumer sentiment. So it's always good to prepare, but not panic. And if you've been a longtime listener and have been through us with COVID and everything, you should be in great shape. If you're not in great shape, we got to get you there as soon as we can, okay? there's It's always better to be prepared and be ready for the sky is falling than to wait till after the sky is falling to move on. So if we're talking about the duration of recession, you know, the length of a recession is unpredictable. Some recessions in the past have lasted a few months, while others like the recession of 2007 to 2009 dragged on for years. It's critical to prepare for a long haul scenario while also hoping for a quick turnaround. So how is this going to affect the auto repair industry? Like we've talked a little bit ago, interestingly, recessions can have a a mixed impact on the auto repair industry. On one hand, people might delay buying new cars. Stop and talk about that for a minute. We're just finishing up the strikes. I think we're, we've agreed to terms. I don't know that we've signed anything, but all the automakers are going back. So if people are not buying new cars, that means they're going to need to repair their existing vehicles. And so what we've seen is like the average age of the vehicles around 13 years now. But one of the issues that's got me thinking or got me worried is this designed parts obsolescence that we're seeing. You know, we can get parts for vehicles that are seven years old and older, but we can't get parts for some vehicles that are five, six years old because they're in this planned obsolescence. And the manufacturers decided not to make any and the aftermarket industry has not decided to make any to this point. I've got some shops that have uh, vehicles in their bays or pushed out on the lot to where there's just no parts available, period, end of story. It can be engines, it can be smaller stuff. Uh, it's kind of crazy right now. So that's something else we need to keep keep an eye on. But so on the other hand, less overall spending means folks might also put off necessary repairs. Again, if they can't pay for it or don't have credit, then they're going to put these things off. So some bullet pointed ideas on what might happen, reduce cash flow. Less disposable income means fewer people coming in for repairs unless absolutely necessary. That's my number one fear. Supply chain issues, economic downturns can disrupt the availability of parts, which we all know how the parts have been for a couple of years. That's what's scaring me, number two. Labor costs, not so much. You know, skilled labor might become more affordable as jobs become scarcer, but the quality of work could suffer if you go too cheap. So you need to make sure you keep an eye on that. So we talked about identifying it. We talked about things that could happen. So what do we need to do to prepare for this? So really, here's some actions to take for your auto repair business. Here's where the rubber meets the road, so to speak, right? So how do you not just survive but thrive? The first one is diversify services a little bit. Don't stick to one type of repair. The more you offer, the more likely customers will come to you for their needs. If you found that you've been stuck in a niche because you've had so much business, you might have to step outside of that. 
The next one's increase online presence. Take advantage of the fact that others might be cutting back. Now is not the time for you to save money on marketing. If things are struggling, we may have to figure out some other ways to do it, but you have to stay in front of your customers because dollars are precious and every dollar that they spend at that point, if they're coming to you, then it's then that that money that you spend on marketing is super precious and money well spent. Next one, stockpile cash. Cash is king. You know, always good to have a cushion for lean times and good times. This is going to allow you to seize opportunities that others can't afford. Unfortunately, other shop operators are going to go out of business. We need to make sure that we have cash on hand to either take over their locations, hire some of their staff if we need it. Those cars have to go somewhere. And if somebody goes out, somebody needs to fill the void. The next one's improve efficiency. Like we, we talk efficiency all the time now, but especially if you have a, a downturn, you need to use that downtime to train your team, streamline processes, and negotiate with suppliers, other things like that. Community engagement. Hopefully you're doing that now, but in a downtime or a lean time, that's the best time to see relationships within your community. Loyalty is going to go a long way when times are tough. Next one, adapt and innovate. Be prepared to pivot, whether that's offering pickup, drop-off services, or special discounts. Flexibility can set you apart. Last, consult with experts. Don't be afraid to reach out for professional financial advice or, hey, even some business coaching, wink, wink. And if we do all of these things, we should come out whatever is to come or just come out of 2024 stronger. The goal isn't just to survive, but to emerge from a recession stronger than you went in. This is the time to reassess and reinvest in your business. Maybe even consider buying out a competitor who didn't plan as well as you did. Again, taking advantage. Everybody in the world of auto repair, success is not handed to you. You got to seize it. It's all about strategic decisions, effective management, and thirst for knowledge. Our show, The Weekly Blitz, is your trusted resource every step of the way. A big shout out to our listeners. Your dedication to growth fuels our passion. And let's not forget our fantastic sponsor, Shop Marketing Pros, who make this show possible. They're all about top-tier marketing for shops just like yours. Until next time, this is Coach Chris Cotton signing off. Keep those gears running smoothly. Keep learning. Keep growing. In this business, every day is a chance to get better. It's time to rise and grind. Here's to your ongoing success. Stay driven, everyone. You've been listening to The Weekly Blitz with Coach Chris Cotton on the AftermarketRadioNetwork.com. Follow Chris on your favorite podcast listening app. Let him know what you'd like him to cover. His email is in the show notes. Chris is all for advancing the aftermarket.